to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, whoo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun. And, and now, your world podcast champion, Ramsey and Travis. I keep wanting to do that. I don't know why. I think you just did, so. Well, you're right. I just did. Well, this is a first for me and Travis. Instead of recording on Sunday, we have recorded on a Monday night. And neither of us watched Raw because we had work. Uh, so we're not going to talk much about Raw. We'll actually probably cover that this Sunday on the Roman Reality Podcast. But we can talk about a couple things from it. But Travis, what do you oh, want to talk about first? Yeah. Because I know, I know I know what you want to talk about. Yeah, yeah, because I was talking to you a little bit of this before we actually started the recording process. Uh, there's been a lot, a lot within the last, I'd say, 72 hours that's been debated and said between a bunch of old timers and new timers about the new age or new style of wrestling that's come on, which is what, I won't say marks, but a lot of your all-timers have tagged as the spot fest now where they <laughs> yeah. do a bunch of flips appropriate oh, yeah. as it was for the original post uh they do a lot of dives now yeah. you know it's super kick super kick super kick dive is how they do and so we can uh, fill people in what we're going to be talking about probably most of the show is uh yeah. what randy orton posted you can go in more in depth about it because i can't exactly remember but if you want to give a little intro to it so essentially what took place was um, Rip Rogers was the original guy who was talking about it. Um, and he was making reference towards Ring of Honor in particular, which just had their annual War of the Worlds pay-per-view, which is uh, co-presented by New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, necessarily the event in and of itself, or maybe it's just hmm. in general for wrestling this day and age of what he was talking about, but... Um, he was referring to the likes of guys like Ricochet. Um, for those of don't know who Ricochet is, that's also Prince Puma from Lucha Underground. Um, Will Ospreay in particular, the Young Bucks, uh, Matt and Nick Jackson. These guys will call uh, spot marks. They only want to get their moves in according to what the old timers say as opposed to um, selling, which as has become a very non-existent thing, it seems, in this new age of wrestling. Um, I was just talking about how you do multiple super kicks and then multiple dives, and, you know, fans immediately are just suckered into it, you know, just saying, like, this is awesome, clap, 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 or oh, yeah. then it goes, both these guys, both these guys. Yeah. You know, they you know, they do all these chants that, or both guys, yeah. But at the same, at the same time, they're not really telling the story. And the biggest reason so, why this is so popular is because of Randy Orton. Yes, Randy Orton then came back with a retweet of what Rip Rogers said, um, put his own little spiel and spin on it, if you will, um, and at one point even took a shot at Bubba Ray Dudley. Um, 
there's more details that go into that. But um, and tweeted it back in complete agreement uh, with Rip Rogers. It's it's something that it's hard to uh, it's hard for me really to pick a side because yeah, I, I definitely uh, the same way a little bit. You what? I kind of feel the same way. Did you hear about Orton's apology? That wasn't an apology. I, I read it. it was so funny. Yeah, it was. Well, you know, in a way, it was a back ass uh, apology. No, 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 it wasn't an you apology know, at all. Uh, That's the whole funny part about it. It wasn't an apology. He acted like he, basically. He was apologizing for the things he said about indie wrestling and all this crap. And in the middle of it, he was saying, like, oh, you know, while I make my millions of dollars on this match here, whatever. And he just basically talking about all the money he's making with his style and what he's doing in professional wrestling compared to indie wrestlers making, like, $10 a match or whatever he was saying on there. Or not even making any money, really. Any money at all. Oh, so yeah. But let me drive there small. and stuff and gas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're... you're you're either getting nothing except experience um, while fans are paying $8, $10, as he put it, to go sit in an armory for a couple of hours to watch you guys. And then while he's out here on the uh, the big stage, if you will, all this <laughs> yeah. money. And I kind of have a sour taste in my mouth even more now with Randy Orton because uh, Ricochet said had the best response to it, even – as much as CM Punk despises wrestling, he even retweeted it with his own quote. Did he really? Shea, which is simply, I can't people just like different genres of of uh, a certain uh, form of entertainment. You yeah. know, why why does anything have to be I didn't right know about uh, CM Punk doing that stuff. Well, Punk just did that today. Oh, okay. um, that's why I didn't hear about it. Well, his his response was totally straight back towards Randy Orton because he simply was like, "Don't let uh, he's like other people's insecurities will always like overcloud their uh, their ego or overcloud their minds or whatever the case may be." Something like that. Basically, yeah, yeah. he was just saying Orton's stupid and talking out his ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, it's I agree with Ricochet. Why can't wrestling? Because it's. It is. It's it's cool to like both. You can definitely like both. You just have to know what you're getting with oh, yeah. each product. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like WWE. Uh, I don't know. This is also something I was going to bring up, um, and it goes right in hand with uh, with what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. The uh, the the owner and opera. Well, I, I'm sorry. I won't say the owner because I don't know if that's the exact term to use. But the operator, if you will, of Ring of Honor last week and was asked um, if he sees WWE as competition. He said, and I quote, is a form of competition, but I don't see them as our competition because while we are in the same business of wrestling, we are totally two different products. That's what I would think. And what they do, he's like, what they do works for them. What we're doing works for us. And it was like, wow, that's, that's something to think about because, yeah, Ring of Honor is a completely different product from anything else or even New Japan. You know, I haven't watched Ring of Honor at all. I haven't watched it really much. What's it kind of like entail? And I haven't watched it in a you long know, time. It, some, this is something that I know a lot of a – lot, well, 
I think a lot of people might disagree with me on this comment, but I honestly think that it's as real as you can get. And I, and I have a reason for what I'm about to say. Um, Ring of Honor brings more so of what feels like the sport aspect as opposed to the entertainment value to pro wrestling. He said, or as Bubba Ray, I think Bubba Ray said it best on a radio show earlier today, if you will, or Bully Ray, if you will. He was like, um, you can like sports, or you can definitely like sports entertainment, or you can be involved in something that is an entertaining sport. Yep. Oh, well, that makes sense, you know. <laughs> with either one it's just whatever your preference is to me ring of honor is bringing more of a sense of legitimacy to pro wrestling a predetermined sport um is showcasing athleticism mm -hmm. it is showcasing uh, uh agility it's showing uh that anybody that has somewhat of an athletic background can potentially make a go of this mm -hmm. and again some people might disagree with that some people may agree with it and i only say that because yeah in ring of honor you have a lot of moments where you're not getting a lot of selling you know like a, a dolph ziggler for instance or in wwe where you sell the moves but to me that doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing because let's yeah. face it in a sport that we already know is predetermined mm -hmm. like pro wrestling that's what i was gonna say that sense of realism yeah realism like with mma it's no different when you feel like you're in an actual fight. And let's face it, sometimes people throw kicks and punches that aren't exactly the most powerful things to get hit by. So then you're kind of adding a sense of realism as in like, okay, this is a, almost feels like a legitimate combat sport. Yeah, we know at the end of the day the match is predetermined, but it still has that sense of realism to it. Oh, yeah. At least that's my opinion I towards agree. that. I like – because when you think about it, and this is something that Bubba pointed out, or I'm not Bubba, but somebody else pointed out too, a lot of the guys that are top stars now in WWE, honor. Wait, what? Repeat it because the thing cut out. What was that? Uh, most of the guys that are top stars now with yeah. WWE were in Ring of Honor to begin with. Yeah, that's true. A ton of them. It's the, the I call it too. I call it the ROH, yeah I call it the ROH effect because <laughs> look at some of your top guys now Seth Rollins Daniel Bryan even even though he's technically retired he was still there Cesaro was in Ring of Honor, um, you can list a whole bunch of dudes that have come from Ring of Honor Austin Aries has come from Ring of Honor Roderick Strong came from Ring of Honor I, I like Roderick Strong a little bit he's pretty good. A Dude, he's legit. Um, even the Hardys had a stint in Ring of Honor. Granted, yeah. I'm not saying that they're Ring of Honor born, but they have done a stint in Ring of Honor and have praised the company before. Yeah. Um, I forgot I was going to add to this conversation. Oh, dang. Do I? I, 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 oh, I was going to make a point about this, too. I was going to ask you earlier. Um, you know, Randy's coming out, people, like, when he's coming at people, what do you think like his style is? I was asking earlier. You know, you're saying old school, new school. Is Randy kind of in the middle of this stuff? Because he doesn't do a lot of spots, but he's getting so popular off one real move. He's kind of a spot. That. Yeah, that's the most ironic part about this. I didn't word that right, but basically what I'm talking about is we're talking about spots being the biggest part of the person's career or style, and Randy Orton's literally only kept be kept in the spotlight for the last 
five years because of the RKO memes and RKO crap. And that is exactly right. You know, as much as Orton wants to probably diss on having spot fest, which again, what he labels as spot fest is the same rep- the move over and over um, that was once used for like a, a finisher maneuver, like Shawn Michaels super kick is now used like it's nothing this day and age, oh, which yeah. is another unit to have at another time. But uh, yeah, you know, to me, Randy Orton is the last person that should say a word. Oh yeah. Because because his RKO is the only reason he's been relevant because let's let's be honest about this. Who on God's green earth he is besides the fact that he's a millionaire? Yeah. You can't nobody nobody can make an argument to me with the exception of one instance where he went from one character to another. When he transitioned from the legend killer to the viper, that was a good transition. Yep. Since then. And then, but he, but he never evolved anything else after that. <laughs> nothing, nothing. He's 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 boring, Randy Orton. Now he's resting on his laurels. He doesn't do anything to change it up. By God, when he was with the Wyatt family, this was something I thought was absolutely hilarious. Um, Man, this would have been a good episode for Sam like, Stackhouse. Dang. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm just, I'm just gonna point something out here. Mm-hmm with the Wyatt family he did an interview where he was talking about how Bray's been able to change his style slash look if you will from looking like a a a backwoods preacher to then wearing like these different types of or if they are wrestling pants or whatever but they they, they're different looking you know he evolves his look and character through time yeah right now that I'm with the Wyatts, maybe I should think about changing up my gear a little bit, doing something similar to what Bray is. That way, you know, since I'm kind of the sore thumb that stands out, which is true because when you look back at his run with the Wyatts, he wore the same damn trunks that he's worn in 2003. Same oh, design yeah. and everything. It's just a different color. At WrestleMania, of all places, oh, yeah. debuts a new type of ring gear for his jacket entrance and his freaking trunks and lo and behold go back and look at that and tell me it doesn't look like something that he should have worn with the wyatts yeah i I think i made that point did we make that point or you made that point i forgot actually i I may have said something about it but i thought it was absolutely like oh well that's too little too late could have done that about three months earlier you know (laughs) right (laughs) it's like dude to say that you know nobody that you were involved in something you suck dude in this day and age you don't change you're not relevant you are resting on laurels you're resting on your own insecurity you do one damn move hmm. one that's move really, and well, you're yeah. lucky that people pop for it i know that's it's pretty much all it is yeah and i'm just going to be flat out honest if you really want to get technical about it you didn't make that move famous uh, a certain individual who was inducted into the Hall of Fame was making that famous who? way before who? you did. And I'm sorry. I'm... Sorry. How did you do that? Uh... That's who. What'd you say? Diamond Cutter. I mean, I get it. People will say that it's not the same. You know, Orton, you've said it to me before. Yeah. Orton jumps in the air as opposed to just turning them around and dropping them. But again, as I've said it numerous times, the form is still the same. DDP was hitting the diamond cutter that you never saw coming before the RKO came out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, I know you're all you're a giant, you know, TD or TDP fan, sure, but I'm not even I'm a, a Randy Orton fan. I'm a either, WCW so I fan, agree. man. Oh yeah, everybody, everybody listens to that show. They, they know that. Mark at the end of it, I will never get away from it. Guys like Booker T, DDP, Sting, um, those guys, and I'm not talking. To, and I would, I would originally throw like Colt Kogan, but what I will do is I'll throw the NWO concept into there. But I want to specify, I am for a guy who was a homegrown WCW talent that made it to the big time. And that's exactly what those four guys that I just mentioned in particular did for WCW. Yeah. It's just my just my two cents on that. What else do we miss? I think last there's week? a what's, say what? What's, what's the major stuff that went down last week? I guess Braun Strowman's um Oh, Braun Strowman, what the heck? That's what I was gonna ask you. Yeah, Strowman. I, I was gonna ask you Strowman's out. How much of a freaking 360 is it going to be it's going to be now i mean obviously if you watch raw tonight i didn't watch raw tonight but i was tweeting a little bit on rumbling rumors uh twitter and i definitely saw and retweeted stuff about uh the five-way match for uh with extreme rules or backlash what is it extreme rules uh this one's gonna be at extreme rules so extreme rules you're gonna have freaking samoa joe uh was it finn balor finn balor's who else? Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and Bray Wyatt. And Bray Wyatt. That, that's. I mean, honestly, personally, that sounds more exciting than Braun Strowman. <laughs> personally, sorry uh, if you're a Braun Strowman well, fan. And, and there's a lot of weird. Strowman fans, but. Uh, we'll we'll differ on opinions. I like I like Strowman. You know, I, it sucks that he's out. It really does, because honestly, I was starting to get a lot of intrigue over how Strowman and Lesnar can go. Yeah, that it is true. Awesome, but I don't know. I just I just couldn't seem to be a very amazing match. They're gonna make Lesnar well, probably I mean, go over and be a quick match, and Braun's gonna look like a little bitch. Well, more than likely, probably. Yeah, uh, because mean, as because as everybody knows uh, at this point, and WWE's kind of made no really secret or bones about it. Um, they're wanting to put Lesnar or it's Brock versus Roman too for the Universal Title at next year's WrestleMania, which means we're gonna have a full year without the Raw Universal Title being shown on a consistent basis. Is it really a full year? Major man, I, I mean, I'm saying, is it really? A it, full it year? would be at that point. Wow, that's freaking nuts. <laughs> I just think it. it it almost like it should go 360. Like Finn Balor got hurt and he, he got the universal title. Why not just put it freaking back on him? Yeah, I know. And I didn't ever think of that. So you just said that. How how funny. Why why would they strip over the title when somebody who doesn't even compete on a regular basis uh, can hold the title for 30 plus days, but the guy who gets injured who actually is wanting to be there full time but is incapable of doing so can't hold the title till he comes back? And don't you think Man, all this sooner? Don't you think all this sooner or later is going to backfire on WWE, especially with Brock Lesnar always yes. being part time? It's just it's going to yeah. make him like when people yes. getting, kind of get sick of him. Well, and that's that's one of the reasons why I like SmackDown because SmackDown still has their title. <laughs> yeah, really. But yeah, they should. That's kind of what wrestling's supposed to be about, you know. Yeah. Granted, it's on Boring Orton, but, you know, uh, I don't think that's going to last much longer. 
you know, I, I'm not saying Jinder's going to be the one that takes it off of what him. What do you think about that? Um, do you think we'll... it'd be cool if Jinder actually won it? What we want? People are all saying, oh, they're not going to let a jobber win it. Do you really think it's a jobber? He's a guy who's been working really hard. People call him a jobber. I don't think it's a jobber. He's he's not. He's he's not a jobber at all. He's a matter of fact, he's being positioned as being one of their top heels on SmackDown, well, annoying, which is great. People, people, um, people on uh, Twitter are going crazy and talking about he's a jobber. Because I people because people are people are stupid and they don't they don't want as much as people want to say they want something different, they want change. There's so I forget who said it, but it was shortly after Gender won that that number one contender spot. People beg and plead for something different, and then when you give them something different, they yeah. go and bitch and moan yeah. and complain. And it's like do you want something different? Because I'm sorry, Jinder Mahal, somebody who nobody thought exactly. had a snowball. That's really exciting to me. People really want our, we want to, we want to go back to the attitude era of saying, Hey, we're supporting a specific guy. We want you to push him. Daniel Bryan is one in once in a lifetime situation to happen. Oh yeah. That, that's time, so true. They did. They listened the one time, got away with it. Now they're not going to do it again. Yep. I promise you it's not going to happen at least for another decade or so. <laughs> you think that long? <laughs> yeah, The only because a lot of people would be like, well, CM Punk had that. Punk made his chance happen. Yeah, that's very you – know, there's no way he, Punk would have really stood out unless he said something about it. Punk, I mean, Punk just basically gave them the finger and said, listen – you know, you're gonna go with me, or I'm walking. It's, I mean, it's up to you. Um, and they, uh, yeah, I know CM Punk, oh, and I mean that in a very much. He keeps cutting way. out. What'd you say again? I said Daniel Bryan is no CM Punk. He's not gonna force his way into the main event spot. Um, it just it happened that way. Because yeah. that's what the fans wanted. The, the fans pushed for Brian. Punk pushed for himself. Push, the fans yeah, pushed, pushed for yeah, Brian. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah, and and I'm not saying that you know that that's bad that Punk pushed himself. Punk fought for his spot. Punk fought for himself, and he got to where he wanted to be. And there's nothing wrong with that because yeah. that got the fans to support him. You okay. know exactly. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No, ain't nothing wrong with what sticking else, up for yourself. What else are we missing that happened last week? Something oh, man. Uh, let's see. Dang. We have an official time frame of how the women's tournament's going to go. Yeah, that's true, but I feel like there's a little more major stuff. I need to start looking this stuff up. We kind of we kind of threw this show <laughs> together last minute. We were literally on the phone. I was driving home from work, and... Uh, I was talking to Travis, like, we need to fit this, you know, rumbling reality into maybe a different time slot once in a while, and we just couldn't figure it out. And then we got home, and I was like, let's just do it right now. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's like we have a quick minute. Why not do it? So, yeah, so, I it. mean, it's not really pre-planned or nothing. We'll make this one very long, but thought we'd kind of get you updated a little bit. This, uh, what if this actually ends up being what you always have wanted it to be when we first start? We're going to keep it short. Yeah, no, we're not. <laughs> well, I am pretty tired, Never. so I don't know. I think this one may... Uh... Oh, I'm saying, what if we actually pull off the one thing that the first time ever when you don't say it and it actually happens, as opposed to before 
where we've gone on before and we've been like, oh, well, we're going to go like an hour, maybe or maybe 45 minutes or so, and it never happens that way. Yeah, that's very true. I kind of jinxes every time. Uh, oh, Dan, <laughs> Dan Ambrose hosting SmackDown. What did you think about that? I'm sorry, what? Dean Ambrose hosting SmackDown. What did you think about that? Raw last week? Dean Ambrose hosting SmackDown? Yeah. No, he was, dude, he was like co-GM of Raw last oh, week. Oh, Raw. I don't know why he was saying SmackDown. I'm retired. Yeah, I'm, I know. I'm that's saying, why I was like, I'm dude, saying, Ambrose isn't on SmackDown anymore. That's what happens. We're, we're doing, and I was thinking, <laughs> we're doing a late show. <laughs> sorry. Did you think it was good? I, mean, I thought, I thought I it was pretty you. decent. I felt like he was actually actually entertaining a little bit. The ratings didn't agree with that. That's true. I mean, what do you do? You really think Dean Ambrose is times up? He's not shined yet. It's getting boring. He's not, or at least he need to change it up. Because I, besides last Monday, I'm kind of getting to the point where it's like a Randy Orton where I've kind of seen everything. Let's show the next layer. Um, yeah, I, I and I hate saying that because I like Dean Ambrose, I really do. But I think I think Dean is he's at a point now in WWE where I hate make I hate comparing him to kind of the only thing that I can do that makes sense. Um, he's resting on what got him there. He's not really challenged him last year when he became champion to say step outside the box, get a little creative. I know, you know, push. Push that envelope a little bit. Yeah. I think in all fairness, he tried doing that with his program with Brock. And like he did on that very same podcast, you know, he was like, well, I had all these spots that I wanted to do. And I had all these things that I had wanted to do and talked with with Brock. But Brock was just like, no, I'm not going to do that. So in all fairness, it could be a situation of where he felt stifled, you know, where the company put him in a, in a top position with a top guy. And, try to make the program good because let's 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 say the program got together right after fast lane last year so they only had like a full week build up for lesnar and ambrose which had no real big story behind it That's true. he tried making it something special and it's like it got kiboshed by the by lesnar he feels stifled like okay the company didn't really support me or back me in any of my ideas they went for the the part-timer who's barely here. So I guess that goes to show that they don't really care about a guy who's wrestled more matches than anybody else <laughs> in the entire year. Yeah. I can see, I can see where that would frustrate somebody to the point where they're like, I'll just rest on my laurels. I'll sit back and I'll make my cash and do my thing because it's worked this far. So it keeps people interested somewhat. Um, might as well stick to it. I did watch all of NXT, a full thing. I mean, I always watch. I try to watch, always try to watch NXT. Man, I have freaking Decay's music stuck in my head all day long, every time. I don't know. It's weird. Decay's music. Yeah, I love Decay's music. It's just like I don't know what it is. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Because we're talking NXT here. Yep. Are you sure you're not talking about Sanity? Sanity. Dang, I don't know why I said Decay. I'm so tired. <laughs> Oh, well, I, I was just say okay. different organization, brother. Different <laughs> yeah. organization. Oops. And I was like, I don't know, dude. Sanity's music's 
awesome to work out to. I'm I, just saying. Why they gotta say decay? Oh my god, I'm so tired. Um, no, <laughs> yeah, no, Sandy, Sandy's I love their freaking music. I love them. They're freaking. They're really grown on me. Their music's cool to work out to. I've listened to their music while I'm at the gym, and I'm, I'm like, dang, this is an interesting song to get pumped to. Oh yeah, I mean, I personally, oh, I personally think they're gonna be like something really special. I mean, I don't. Know. I think down the line, yeah. I mean, I just really feel like they have something different. I can. If they keep the same element as, and they're doing NXT and like it's a little different, it's like it's almost like a way darker shield. Yeah, I would I would agree with that, and I think Eric Young is definitely going to be NXT champion here at some point. Yeah, I just what about uh what's it Nikki Cross? He, uh, I think she'll get a run with the women's title, the NXT women's title. I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. Um, I give it, I'll give it a six month window. I'd say within the next six months, she'll be champion for a little bit. And then what's the, um, what's the freaking big old British guy, English guy? Oh, Killian Dane. Yeah, he's he's different too. He is, and actually, he impressed because uh, he was involved in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal from Mania this year. And apparently there was a couple of backstage officials that were very much impressed with him. Like really? they were impressed with his, his I think he's going to be another Braun Strowman situation where eventually they'll bring him up to the main roster, probably when they bring Sanity as a group up to the main roster. And he'll eventually be the, the big guy, so they're going to invest a little bit more time into him. I think he's going to get that Braun Strowman like treatment once the group of Sanity uh, like runs its course in NXT, gets up to the main roster. They split the group up on the main roster. I'm sure Killian's going to get uh, the Braun Strowman treatment. That's how it'll go. You think so? You think yeah. He, wow. That, I, th- I think that's how it is. And my next favorite guy, my next favorite guy, bro. What's his name? Uh, Heavy Machinery. Uh, Otis Dozovac? Oh, God, yeah. Otis I and love Tucker. him. He's so freaking... <laughs> he's, man, he's grown on me so much. I love his... Like, they are it's funny, like an old dude. school, I... modern style. I don't know. It is. It's a, it goes back... They're kind of incorporating a little bit of the old style, uh, just rough and tough tag teams like I Demolition, for that. instance. Yeah. I haven't seen that in a, that mm-hmm. feeling like the demolition, demolition like APA style. I haven't felt that in a while. It's like, oh, this like feels like a manly thing now. <laughs> well, and and you know that's I think that's one of those things where that's why it works a little bit. That's why fans are gravitating towards it a bit because it's something old. And as the old saying goes, this day and age, what's old is becoming new again. Yeah. When you don't when you don't see it on a consistent basis you appreciate it that much more when it comes around. And I think that's exactly true. Because, you know, there's tons and tons of, like, big brute guys we have, Braun Strowman, but Otis just feels something a little different. He almost feels like a, like a, a, a Vader mixed with, I don't know, somebody else. I don't know, but I will say, I think of the two, though, I see more of a future with Tucker Knight than Otis, in my opinion. Really? Well, Tucker Knight's got a good good size. Mm-hmm. Um, he's decent on the mic. I think he'll just get yeah, better as mic. time goes. Yeah. Um, and honestly, of the two, 
Not to say that I'm dissing on Otis whatsoever because the dude's freaking strong. And you know, Triple H um, like but, really likes Otis. Uh, I, I don't know if he last, like Triple really likes it. Triple H had an ESPN interview last week, and I actually put it on the. Uh, I actually put it on the RumbleRumors.com. Yeah, he did. Him and William Regal both talked about how they like him a lot. Area in general, like yeah. they like the work ethic of both guys. Um, but I see, I honestly see more of potential star power in Tucker Knight. That's just, but that's just my opinion. Oh yeah, you never. That I mean, happens. Yeah. Well. Oh, who's the next guy? I was gonna say. I mean, uh, I actually have this written down. That I, I don't know. I just didn't even bring it. Just... Oh, hold on. While you while you're trying to remember, maybe maybe I'm gonna jog your memory here. Yeah. What do you think of the Velveteen Dream? Uh, what's the whose combination is that again? That's no, that's it's not the it's not a move combination. That's that's the Patrick yeah, Clark, people. the guy that it was like so athletic on tough enough. That's the gimmick that he's doing now. It's almost like a, a new Goldust like gimmick. Let me look it up because I haven't. Do you not remember? Do no, you not remember that? Do you not know the video I'm talking about? No, I'm looking it up real quick. Let's see. Hold on, it may it may play on the podcast. Oops, yeah, never mind. Oops, that's what happens. You to play it. I can't even remember what it look he looks like or anything. I'm just saying now, as weird as it is to say, mm -hmm. uh, the music that they have accompanying in the vignette is, I don't know why, but it's kind of catchy. Like, it kind of grew on me really quickly, and I'm like, huh, <laughs> I don't know. Is this it right here? Rise. Is that the music? The I gotta hear it to know first. I can hear it. We're going. Is that it right there? Dominating. Looking away. Yeah, it sounds like it's it. It's not possible. It's what you all yearn to be. It looks like Prince. Right, it's a, right. It's a Prince Goldus like thing, man. Well, I hope I don't get in trouble. We're playing the music. The beautiful clip. <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty it's different. It's the Velveteen Dream. Hey, I can see myself it's end up Goldus liking it. Too. It literally right? reminds That's me of a prince, like a prince version of Goldust. Yes, exactly. That's why I'm not going to diss it yet until, what until I see it. You know it. what? If you guys want to go see it, I'm going to go share it on a Rumbling Rumors page right now because that was... I don't know how I missed that. <laughs> Are you feeling dreamy-eyed right oh, now? God. Who is ready? <laughs> For the Velveteen Dream. Is this one of those things where it's like not going to last and then 10 years from now we're going to make fun of it? Well, what if it does last? That's I'm just saying, the question. There's so many things me and you and Tyler and George and people make fun of. I mean, it's my, my brother and my friends. Uh, you know, different things. What's There's so many freaking things that are like this that we made fun of for so long. What's that one guy who was uh, all white and kind of like the Undertaker version, but all white? Mordecai. Mordecai. Oh my god. For some Dude, reason, I for love some reason, Mordecai. I really wanted him to work out, and he never did. How much BS was that? I know. Like I hated it too. <laughs> I was so mad because there were there were so many plans in mind for him. Like his first big feud was going to be against Eddie Guerrero. For whatever reason, that didn't pan out. Um, and then as it, as it turned out, you know, a lot of people, like you were saying, compared him to, uh, like a 
full white version of the undertaker so to speak mm-hmm. dude that's what they were going to go for for the mania coming up that year it was going to be mordecai versus undertaker is what they were going to build to i was so mad when i finally read that i was like damn it really because that could have been that would have been i think interesting to see yeah i just i, I kind of liked him i don't know i've always wanted him to work out and it never worked out yeah, and it, and it didn't last long, which I think was another thing that disappointed me was that it, it didn't last as long as it should have. She said. Oh, well, Travis, I'm going to call it a day because I have to edit this, make a cover photo for it, upload it, share it, so I have another 40 minutes ahead of me. Well, then I'm okay with cutting it short then and getting it on up there. Yeah, buddy. Um, I guess nothing else to add uh, besides... Go to rumblingrumors.com, like our crap, uh, Facebook, like our crap, like stuff, share mm-hmm. stuff, whatever, just do something, you know. Download his uh, wallpapers that are yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, I've been trying hard on those things. Um, I know, and they're, show- they're paying off. Yeah, hopefully. I wish they were actually paying off, that'd be nice. <laughs> All these hours. Uh, okay, well, right. uh, we will see you on Sunday, hopefully a wrestling reality on YouTube will be coming this week. It's been a while. Planning on it. Planning on it, indeed. Hopefully. Well, hopefully. Um, that's it. <laughs> and I'm kind of stalling because I can't find the freaking outro music. If you want to be... <laughs> if you want to know why, I keep saying that. Let's see. Bam. All right, Travis. Have a good one, buddy. See you on Sunday. Later, Gator. See you, man. Bye.